Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Lots to get to today, friends. Is the Second Amendment under fire? We'll find out. Uh, is there... Uh, More that can be done to help um, Ukraine defeat Vladimir Putin. We're going to talk about that as well. Plus, what's the latest with your kids and uh, why you should care? It's all straight ahead on Kevin McCullough Radio. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can. He is playing the role as as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, friends, it's a very busy Thursday. And uh, that was before my 10-year-old started puking at the house. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's, uh, it's a very busy day. There's lots going on. And I need to do this programming alert right up front. Um, and it has nothing else to do with my 10-year-old. Coming up this Saturday night on the Salem News Channel, which is the, uh, which is the, the new 24-hour-a-day news channel started by Salem Media Group, which owns many of the stations that this show is heard on. Um, I will be back for the second episode of That Kevin Show. Uh, we did not get canceled after our first episode, so that means they're letting us back for at least one more try. Uh, and i got to tell you, we've got a great lineup. Uh, Rick Leventhal, former war correspondent for Fox News, you may remember him getting caked in uh, World Trade Center dust because he was the first one down there uh, to report. But he also reported live from uh, t- terror incidents, natural disasters, uh, you basically name it, war zones. Uh, if it broke out, Rick was on the case. He's going to be with us uh, on Saturday night. We've also got the amazing Dr. Monica Crowley going to join us. Um, musical guest Torin Wells will be tearing it up. He's got a brand new song uh, that will be uh, featured with it. He, he will be featuring that with us. And then the attorney for Donald J. Trump, uh, 24. Christina Bob will be with us to uh, talk uh, election integrity and comedian uh, Maureen Langan. Uh, and this this woman is funny. So if, if you want a kind of cool way to chill and kick back on Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, uh, and you can get it on any app, any streaming de- uh, device. Just download the Salem News Channel app on your favorite device, Roku, Apple TV, uh, Prime, Fire, Google Play. It's, it's there, there, we're everywhere. Or you can just go to snc.tv uh, and lo- download the apps or watch live there online, snc.tv, uh, and we will be seeing you Saturday night. Huge show. Please join us, That Kevin Show. All right, we've got a lot that we're going to get into today, but my first guest is um, someone that has been 
very carefully trying to uh, communicate to the world the actual story on the ground in Ukraine. And that's important from this perspective. When the invasion of Ukraine took place, I clearly saw the difference in the good and the bad, and Vladimir Putin was the bad. That is why we have uh, asked the founder and president of UkraineRises.org to join us, and Jessica Blazer now does. Jessica, thank you for being here. Is it understandable that is it understandable that some Americans are a little confused about who to trust and who to listen to on Ukraine, given the wide, I don't know, varying degrees of perspective that people are coming to this with? Absolutely. You know, I think it's it's absolutely understandable. I mean, it's difficult to to have that clarity sometimes within our own territory, if you will. So if you're talking about a place like Ukraine and Russia, which is an artist and a master of propaganda for years um, under the tyrannical Putin regime, then absolutely it's understandable. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's why I'm glad we get to talk to you, because you kind of see it from the clearest perspective possible. Let's talk about um, what the world is talking about this week. Uh, Germany, it looks like, is going to give them a few a few divisions worth of Leopard 2 tanks. Um why is this important? Um, to me, it demonstrates a willingness by the European community to finally step forward and do something, which I feel very good about. Um, is Will this make a, 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 an impactful difference for the Ukrainians? Yeah, absolutely. So it is incredibly crucial that Ukraine is receiving this support from a heavy weapons perspective and from an ability to defend its own sovereign territory. These tanks will make a huge difference. As you said, Putin is preparing a larger offensive. And these tanks, along with any other support from European nations, is going to go a long way on the ground. Well, and let's talk about um, what they have done so far. For people that have not followed it day to day, the war looked like it was coming at Ukraine from three different kind of fronts. And once Ukraine got the upper hand on a couple of those levels, it looked like the Russian forces retreated to just kind of the far northeastern uh, uh, tact uh, on, on Ukraine. Is that where the conflict now stands? Uh, how many fronts are there? Where, what, what, is the, what, what are the chess pieces uh, sort of positioned as? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say definitely the, the largest amount of effort New effort uh, is definitely being spent in the Northeast, as you mentioned, around the Bakhmut region. Um, unfortunately, there have been some minor successes on the Russians' part recently, but absolutely the Ukrainians are gearing up to continue defending their sovereign territory there. I would say, though, that you know there is, it's a bit in the background in terms of news reports and such, but you know the Nevsk and Lugansk, those, those Donbass regions are still very much contested. And Ukrainians continue to try and make headway there as well. And then, unfortunately, you know, with the um, Black Sea, uh, you do have the Russians still sending a lot of um, unfortunate missiles and rockets from that area on across all of the Ukrainian region as well. Yeah. As we're coming up on nearly a year in which this has been going on, um, what is the uh, what is the condition of the ability to get exports out of Ukraine and things imported into Ukraine. I know that 
a large part of the population has moved on to uh, refugee areas, but um, are they, for instance, uh, able to get any wheat or grain out of the country right now? That's a great question. And, you know, they, they have been able to get some of those exports out. They did have to switch largely to doing that uh, via trucks as well as rail wherever possible. Um, but the largest exports were always across the Black Sea. And unfortunately, Russia has been incredibly difficult just blockading that area, even though they supposedly agreed to allow uh, Ukrainian grains to, to go to countries that need to feed their people. Um, yeah. So it has been incredibly difficult, but the Ukrainians have continued to do so, absolutely. If you were to put into a summary of what Ukraine Rises is wanting to see happen right now, what would that be? I would say that it's an understanding from all of the Ukrainian people's allies that what this is is not charity. This is an investment in our collective future in democracy, freedom, and truth. Because the Ukrainians are, yes, fighting on their own territory at this time, but they are fighting on behalf of every freedom-loving person yeah. in this world. And well, so and if I wonder, that's what you believe in, then it's... And I wonder if Germany's... Sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm just wondering if Germany's contribution changes that equation, because Russia did... I mean, Putin did seem to indicate that uh, if you if you gave hardware to the Ukrainians, you were declaring war on Russia. That was early on, and I know that a lot of different countries now have, have kind of violated that on some level. But I do wonder um, if it is uh, his intention to create a larger regional conflict, and certainly NATO's not in the mood for that right now. NATO is not and should not be in the mood. I don't think the Ukrainians were in the mood either, but the reality is that Putin is a bully, and he yeah. is an absolute tyrant. He's been saber-rattling this entire time, and I don't think that's changed. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you'd like uh, more, how do people find Ukraine Rises? Uh, they can visit us at ukrainerises.org and, uh, and make a donation there or reach out to us, and we're happy to chat. All right. Jessica Blazer, we'll have you back. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough, we've still got a huge show straight ahead. Are we in need of defending the Second Amendment? Someone says yes. Stay with us.